Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. Hello, hello, welcome back to Soul Led Spirit Driven. How are you, beautiful light beam? My goodness, I have an exciting episode for you today. Uh, Star seeds seem to be all the rage at the moment, at least in my world. They've been coming through in my own meditations and um, it's interesting because I kind of have these waves that sometimes it's all about the Akashic records and like in my meditations I'm actually going in there like all the time and receiving information and people are asking me and people wanting to learn and you know Akashic records seem to be everywhere and and then you know sometimes it's past lives and currently it's star seeds and the energies and qualities of these different cosmic races seem to be popping up everywhere in my own meditations they come through when I practice healing you know reiki healing um they seem to be coming through as well especially octurians people are asking me people are messaging me wondering so it's it's really interesting and um i've actually set out a 30-day challenge it's a social experiment as you are listening to this probably as it just came out we would have started this challenge already because it started first of march and it's connecting you to your starseed lineage so that you can create content and attract your soulmate clients by tapping into these energies that well are part of you are who you are uh, come most naturally to you and i i call it you know doing business by star seeds but um it's a social experiment because aside from you me using this knowledge in one-on-one sessions with my private clients i like I haven't really, I don't have any scripts, I don't have anything like prepared, but when I was connecting with my astral team Echo, they were very um, uh, clear about sharing this knowledge to help, um, I guess, entrepreneurs, coaches, healers, uh, anyone in the psychic arena because mostly those are the soul-led heart-centered entrepreneurs business owners um, to help them connect to this starseed energy so that they can understand themselves better like why they are the way they are why they you know operate the way they do how can they run a business in a more aligned way and also how can they understand the clients their clients but also the clients that come to them so we're running this social experiment and it's an experiment for me because I'll be channeling this information like like I said I don't have anything pre-planned aside from the topics and that it's four weeks four videos plus my human me will just prepare some 
uh, workbooks um, together with my beautiful VA, Carly. We will prepare some workbooks to help deepen these uh, practices and uh, integrate the knowledge. So I don't even know how we got to here. Oh yes, about the starseeds. So that's how it started for me and starseeds were just like popping up. I had one-on-one sessions with clients and either they brought it up or it came up from their guides to mention this, to, to, to show them that connection that when they realized who they were in their cosmic races before they had their earth lifetimes, it will be easier for them to connect to their clients and run a more aligned business. So speaking of star seeds, I decided, okay, you know what? Maybe you are not yet ready to you know, have a business, run a business, or even run a business according to your star seed energy. But you might be curious about what the heck are these star seeds? What are these, you know, cosmic races? So I thought I'll tell you in today's episode a little bit about star seeds, how you can tell whether you're a star seed, and I want to go particularly a little bit more in depth talking about Mentarchians because maybe even Pleiadians. Should we do? Yeah, let's talk about Pleiadians too. Um, because I feel like it might help you connect some dots. You might understand yourself a little bit more or a little bit better or deeper and because I love talking about starseeds especially Mentakians because I'm a Mentakian soul. So first of all what are these starseeds? What the heck am I talking about? So some souls are born straight onto earth uh, born being the operative word here because they are created and they go straight to earth so they are mostly earth souls but then there are some of us who have had lifetimes on other stars galaxies and planets now just before you hit that stop button because it's getting too we were too alien for you just hear me out it is pretty fascinating chances are actually that if you have been following me, if you've been listening to my podcast, you would have stumbled upon a couple of episodes that I did on the different star races. I spoke about blueprinters. I had the beautiful Lauren of the North who did two episodes with me on um, on the different cosmic races. Now, she is what I would call a a galactic channeler. Uh, she is a record, uh, Akashic record reader. Hello, let's get this right. Uh, she's an Akashic record reader, and um, but she has so much knowledge on all these different races. It's about 22, 23 now. My interest in knowing about the star races, the cosmic races, is how does it serve us? How does it help us to know this? Because yes, I would love to know about the walls and, um, you know, like, uh, reptilians and the evil that, you know, happens there. But really I want to know how does it pertain to us? Like, how does it affect us? More so, I want to know how does it help me to know 
what star race I was. So I'm a Mintakian Arcturian uh, and I've had lifetimes in Lemuria as well. The, we've been many different races, but if you imagine a pie chart, you would have been a little bit of percentage of this cosmic race, a little bit of that one, a little bit of that one. And when I connect with someone's star seed lineage, their masters and teachers and guides usually show me the ones that really are the most relevant to them in this lifetime. Because maybe they embody uh, a lot of the qualities, maybe some of the qualities they have forgotten that they have and they need to tap into them. Maybe it's because there are some unhealed wounds and once when they clear them, there'll be no stopping you. So, 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 so we have been star seeds, star uh, travelers also, cosmic races is what they call, and soul family. Soul family is the family that you have had that incarnation with, and there's usually about 12 to 15, and um, soul families deserve a whole episode, to be honest with you. Today, let's focus on Mintakins and Pleiadians. So, there's many different cosmic races, like I said, there's about 22 to 23, and they have long ongoing histories and, you know, um, situations between each other. So, you know you are a star seed when, first of all, if you're drawn to me, my work, my podcast, you have to be a star seed. Because generally, earth souls are drawn to me. They're not drawn to my type of work. They kind of are very much invested here on earth. They believe, let's say, in what they're shown through mass media. They believe that everything is as it is. Um, life is perhaps hard, but fair. They have to work hard, you know, and that's earth souls. But star seeds that's a whole nother read and you know you are started when you feel like you just don't fit in here something is different about you versus them versus everyone else uh perhaps you have this irrational homesickness that you suffer from and then there's, of course, all the different cosmic races that each one embodies different qualities and values. So, let's talk about Mintakins. Mintakins, like I said, is my star race. Mintakins, and this is something that not many people know, but they actually take their name not from their planet, which is actually Artuvia, but from the closest star... The closest star, which is called Mintaka. And both were actually in the Orion constellation. So Mintaka doesn't exist anymore. Not the star, not the planet. It was destroyed. So Mintakians actually suffer from this homesickness. They, they really feel this, I don't belong here. I, I'm longing for home. Now, Mintaka or Atuvia was actually 
pure crystalline waters. The whole planet was just crystalline waters as far as the eye can see. Nothing but love and compassion existed and light and it was all pure. Light language is, is um, you know, is something that Mentakins are also known for. Um, they love especially light codes and there were two types of Mentakins. Those who lived in the water so they would identify as uh, mermaids dolphins and so if you have a affinity to dolphins mermaids or you've ever watched like underwater movies especially ariel the little mermaid and you had this feeling like this feels like home this feels like i've been here before it feels familiar to me and then there's a good chance that you are a Mentakian soul. And then the other Mentakians are the ones that lived by the water. And even now in their human form, they love living by any body of water, but they don't always necessarily want to go in, into the water. So if that's the case, there's a good chance that you could be a Mentakian. Now, Mentakians always want to be of service. They were the first race to start incarnate here on Earth because they wanted to assist in this um, experiment, this Earth school experiment. They want to be of service. So because we have been coming down here for such a long time, we kind of are now a little bit sick and tired of Earth. We have grown tiresome, you know, just witnessing how cruel and rough and raw this world is compared to Mintakara. It was all pure love, harmony and um and compassion and compassion and, and kindness. So we're a little bit uh impatient now, a little bit um not happy with how people are mean to each other and cruel. We just don't understand it because where we come from Everyone loved each other. But at the same time, we desperately want to see the good in people over and over and over. So we tend to give second and third and fourth chances because we are hoping to finally see the good in people, right? The good in this one. So we can see the silver lining. We can see um, the positives. But also, we give way to many chances, which sometimes can be uh, mistaken for us being a naive or a pushover. And so people take advantage of us. So boundaries are key, 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 key important. Mentakians also are here to restore love and balance and peace and harmony. And they do this through their wonderful, beautiful energies. They're amazing storytellers. And you feel their energy. So even if up until this point, you weren't aware that you were in Taki, and now you're realizing this and you're like, oh, this is why people are drawn to me and they want to talk to me. And even people I've just met, they start pouring their heart out to me. It's because... Well, you have this wonderful, calming, trustworthy energy. Even more so important for Mintakins to remember to protect themselves and use your energy wisely because you only have a very limited supply of it.
So, this is Mintakians, right, uh, in terms of who they are and how they are. Another important aspect of the Mintakian souls is that we don't trust like big organizations or the government and because we're so dissatisfied with how they are very greedy or um, they need their power and we are not like that so we strive for utopia utopian society and so often mintakian souls will be um, forming bonds with people that are like-minded creating their own kind of communities living off the grid becoming vegans for example um, homeschooling or minimalist because they see that there is more in an experience than materialistic things and we are really good at living in the moment taking big leaps so even like for example um, when it comes to working we prefer our own schedule our own routine um living up to someone else's ideals or routine is a bit soul crushing for us. Now, the one thing that Mintakins need to be really, really aware of is because they have this beautiful energy that radiates that um, everyone's a piece of it. There's a lot of energy vampires around us. So we need to make sure that we keep our boundaries nice and healthy and up uh, because we can't be cruel or unkind we don't understand why you have to be cruel to be kind we couldn't be malicious even if we tried and we always want to see the good in people this makes us a little bit uh, susceptible to being manipulated or used so we have to keep that in mind that you know, maybe not everyone deserves a second or third or fourth chance maybe sometimes it's um you have to be um not cruel to be kind but maybe you have to practice a little bit tough love which is so hard for mintakins right but honoring your own boundaries and giving self-love to yourself first is going to be very very important for mintakins so this is just introduced a little bit um of Mintakins and I have more on my blog if you go to kashaberg.com and then click on the blog you will see that post there with a few more details in terms of how to tell if you are a Mintakian soul and what it means also because Mintakins are here to be of service does that mean that whatever they do they have to live off um, donations or you know not value themselves enough not charge enough no absolutely not being of service is not uh, a green light to poverty or, or being that humble that you can't pay your bills right being of service means if we keep that at the forefront of our mind, everything that we do will be filled with love, beauty, and we will in return receive abundance. So now let's talk about Pleiadians. Pleiadians is another star race that is quite um, popular. It Pleiades belongs to the Seven Sisters or the cluster of Seven Sisters star and um 
Palladian souls are great visionaries. They're great action takers. They love to get from point A to B as fast as possible. They don't care for the little minutiae in between. Um, all the boring stuff. They much rather offload to someone else. So they're great at starting projects, at seeing these visions, but then executing them, oh, they get bored way before they get halfway through it. So if it's if you're like this in business, it's probably recommended that you uh, have people that help you with the middle bit. You know, perhaps it's an accountant, bookkeeper, or an assistant that will do the tedious little jobs that you don't really care about. So, um, as a Pleiadian soul, also you manifest things really fast. Uh, they have a really speedy way of communicating when they're on the other side. Almost, I want to say telepathically, things just also appear. So manifesting is a very familiar task to them. And you're actually really, really good at it if you're a Pleiadian soul. The thing that might stand in the way is the control factor. Because nowhere else but here on Earth, you know, time is linear. So you're kind of at the mercy of time which isn't felt this way when you're over there. And getting used to things going at a slower pace because Palladians are so used to things happening fast. They take action fast. They get answers super fast. And so it's interesting because when a Palladian soul started coming down here to earth, they had all this, what can be described by humans, adrenaline within them. And the only way they could match this life to the life they've had is by going into lifetimes where they had um, great adventures, where there were perhaps barbarians or warriors. Um, please keep in mind that the aspect of you know, the brutality of being a warrior or barbarian wasn't because Palladian souls are evil, quite the contrary, but um, those back in the dark ages, those were the roles, those were the life uh, styles, I guess, that fueled their uh, energy, the energy that they had on Palladian. And so they... They basically, that was the only way they could match it. So imagine a car going really, really fast and and then slows down and slows down. It doesn't happen just straight away. It takes some time, right? So as the car is slowing down and gaining traction, that is with the Pleiadians. The more lifetimes they've had, they've kind of adjusted to this life going at a slower pace. And so then they started focusing on different areas, like the life lessons, not just, you know, living these characters who had these action-packed, you know, adventures, risking it all kind of lives. So they started slowing down. And I see this quite often in my Palladian clients that at some point in a timeline, there was sort of this little crack where they either where monks or priests or something completely quiet and simple. My husband is a Palladian soul, which explains a lot. And he has found his path to Kriya Yoga. So now he is almost like his soul is here to redeem itself. 
because he had quite turbulent lifestyles as well, uh, past lifestyles. So bringing you back to plane and so they're great visionaries so you are someone who has great ideas great visions and if you are not supported in them because your crowd is a crowd of naysayers of very left brain people you will doubt yourself and you won't stand in your power fully so the Palladian soul but this was your original sort of um race or whether you have it in your lineage somewhere just know that you can tap into this energy whenever you need to get going, get moving or stand in your power, be a little bit tough, speak up. So that's really amazing for Pleiadians and Mentakins is more when you want to slow down and you want to tap into the love, the kindness, which is so needed now, right? Not reacting to things, but knowing that you have the power, you have the light and the love that you can change things not by the big action taking like Palladians, but by, you know, infusing your days and the people in your life with the love that is within you. I feel like it's going to start raining here in a minute really badly. So perfect time for me to wrap this up. Now, I do want to talk about this a little bit more. In the meantime, feel free to explore the other episodes where I spoke about uh, cosmic races. I don't know. I can't remember what I've done, Mintakins and Pleiadians in such detail. But anyways, we will be talking more about it because I feel like it's this untapped part of your soul's blueprint that I've only started seeing lineages, cosmic lineages last year. And now more and more clients are actually asking me for, you know, business advice, which, you know, I am, I was, sorry, a business coach for the beauty industry, but now I I don't really do that, but for my one-on-one clients, when I tapped into these cosmic races, I was able to to bring through information that was really profound and helpful to them. So I do want to open up this conversation a bit more with Star Seeds and hopefully help you connect the dots a little bit more as to who you are. This is the wonderful thing about a soul path session, a reading. It is a once in a lifetime kind of reading. The reason I say this is because you receive so much. It's like your blueprint, literally, that you can keep coming back to that will help you see yourself in a much deeper, more meaningful, more expanded way, but also understand better and also understand the way you are here to navigate and what your mission is. So I hope you can hear this beautiful rain. It's actually quite wonderful on the tin roof. Hmm. There you go. First day of autumn. So if you have any questions about the star seeds or you would like to know more, I mean, you can go to my blog, you can listen to the other episodes and you can always connect with me, especially inside my free Facebook group, Soul Led Spirit Driven. And as always, I'll make sure to put all the links in the show notes and yeah let's let's tap into it more let's be more let's see what the 90% of us is like right not just the 10% that is human and we're you know um kind of stuck in this limiting 
pattern. Let's break out of it. All right, my beautiful light beam. As the rain comes down, I will love you and leave you. And I look forward, oh, it's slowing down. I look forward to being in your ears next week. Bye for now.